Do you remember doing math in the fourth grade and your teacher telling you something along the lines of, you need to know this, you're not always going to have a calculator on you when you're older, even though we had calculators on us at the time? Well, our school system was, or still is in some cases, convinced that we don't have supercomputers in our pockets that can solve complex math equations. Now, to be fair, our smartphones can do much, much more than that. But if you tell me you don't take out your calculator when doing a simple math equation to make sure that 4 times 8 is still 32, you'd be lying. I remember in grade 4, we were going through our times tables from 1 to 12. 1 times 1 is 1. 1 times 2 is 2. 1 times 3 is 3. 4 times 9 is 36. 6 times 7 is... Okay, well, at this point, I'd probably have to pull out a calculator. 54, not important. I'm pretty good until we get to 6 and above, and then you start to lose me a bit. But hey, I'm a writer, not a mathematician. Mr. Patterson, my fourth grade teacher, if by some chance you're listening to this, I want you to know that you were wrong. I do always have a calculator with me. Blaise Pascal built the first calculator in 1644. Well, it was more of an arithmetic machine. It took him two years to build the first one, and it could only do addition and subtraction. And now, June 17th, 2021, I have five devices around me right now that can answer almost any math problem, and much more, without me lifting a finger. And I mean that literally. So how did we go from an abacus to calculators being literally all around us? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, and welcome to Cozy Comatose, where your sleepy host dives into history to help you fall asleep. Calculators have certainly had some major advancements in the past 370 years, so let's explore together. Electronic calculators don't really get interesting until the 1960s, so let's take that 300-year leap forward. An electronic calculator is typically a portable electronic device used to perform calculations, ranging from basic arithmetic to complex mathematics. The first solid-state electronic calculator was created in the early 1960s. Pocket-sized devices became available in the 1970s, especially after the Intel 4004, the first microprocessor. It was developed by Intel for the Japanese calculator company Buzicom. They later became used commonly within the petroleum industry. Modern electronic calculators vary from cheap, giveaway, credit card size models to sturdy desktop models with built-in printers. They became popular in the mid-1970s as the incorporation of integrated circuits reduced their size and cost. 
By the end of that decade, prices had dropped to the point where a basic calculator was affordable to most, and they became common in schools. Computer operating systems as far back as early Unix have included interactive calculator programs such as DC and HOC, and calculator functions are included in almost all personal electronics. In addition to general purpose calculators, there are those designed for specific markets. For example, there are scientific calculators which include trigonometric and statistical calculations. Some calculators even have the ability to do computer algebra. Graphing calculators can be used to graph functions defined on the real line or higher dimensional Euclidean space. As of 2016, basic calculators cost very little, but scientific and graphing models tend to cost more. In 1986, calculators still represented an estimated 41% of the world's general use hardware capacity to compute information. By 2007, this had diminished to less than 0.05%. The first mainframe computers, using firstly vacuum tubes and later transistor tubes in the logic circuits, appeared in the 1940s and 50s. This technology was to provide a stepping stone to the development of electronic calculators. The Casio Computer Company in Japan released the Model 14A electronic calculator in 1957 the world's first all-electric and relatively compact calculator. It did not use electronic logic, but was based on relay technology, and was built into a desk. In October 1961, the world's first all-electric desktop calculator, the British Bell Punch Sumlock Comptometer, otherwise known as ANITA, a new inspiration to arithmetic and accounting, was announced. This machine used vacuum tubes, cold cathode tubes, and decatrons in its circuits. With 12 cold cathode Nixie tubes for its display, two models were displayed, the Mark 7 for continental Europe and the Mark 8 for Britain and the rest of the world, both for delivery from early 1962. The Mark 7 was a slightly earlier design with a more complicated mode of multiplication, and was soon dropped in favor of the simpler Mark 8. The Anita had a full keyboard, similar to mechanical comptometers of the time. A feature that was unique to it and the later Sharp CS-10A among electronic calculators. The Anita weighed roughly 33 pounds due to its large tube system. Bell Punch had been producing key-driven mechanical keyboards of the comptometer type under the names Plus and Sumlock, and had realized in the mid-1950s that the future of calculators lay in electronics. They employed the young graduate Norbert Kitts, who had worked on the early British Pilot Ace computer project, to lead the development. The Anita sold well since it was the only electronic desktop calculator available, and was silent and quick. The tube technology of the Anita was superseded in June of 1963 by the U.S. manufactured Fryden EC-130, which had an all-transistor design, a stack of four 13-digit numbers displayed on a 5-inch cathode ray tube or CRT screen, and introduced reverse Polish notation known as RPN, 
to the calculator market for the price of $2,200, which was about three times the cost of an electromechanical calculator at the time. Like Bell Punch, Friden was a manufacturer of mechanical calculators that had decided that the future lay in electronics. In 1964, more all-transistor electronic calculators were introduced. Sharp introduced the CS-10A, which weighed 55 pounds and cost 500,000 yen, approximately $4,500. The IME Company of Italy introduced the IME-84, to which several extra keyboard and display units could be attached so that several people could make use of it but apparently not at the same time. There followed a series of electronic calculator models from these and other manufacturers, including Canon, Mathatronics, Olivetti, SCM, Sony, Toshiba, and Wang. The early calculators used hundreds of germanium transistors, which were cheaper than silicon transistors, on multiple circuit boards. Display types used were CRT, cold cathode Nixie tubes, and filament lamps. Memory technology was usually based on the delay line memory or the magnetic core memory, though the Toshiba Toscal BC1411 appears to have used an early form of dynamic RAM built from discrete components. Already, there was a desire for smaller and less power-hungry machines. Bulgaria's Elka 6521, introduced in 1965, was developed by the Central Institute for Calculation Technologies and built at the Electronica factory in Sofia. The name derives from the electronic calculator, the Elka, and it weighed around 18 pounds. It is the first calculator in the world which includes a square root function. Later that same year was released the Elka 22 with a luminescent display and the Elka 25 with an inbuilt printer. Several other models were developed until the first pocket model, the Elka 101, was released in 1974. The writing on it was in Roman script and it was exported to Western countries. The electronic calculators of the mid-1960s were large and heavy desktop machines due to their hundreds of transistors on several circuit boards with a large power consumption that required an AC power supply. There were great efforts to put the logic required for a calculator into fewer and fewer integrated circuits, and calculator electronics was one of the leading edges of semiconductor development. U.S. semiconductor manufacturers led the world in large-scale integration, squeezing more and more functions into individual integrated circuits. This led to alliances between Japanese calculator manufacturers and U.S. semiconductor companies, such as Canon Inc. with Texas Instruments, Hayakawa Electronic, later named Sharp Corporation, with North American Rockwell Microelectronics, Busicom with Mostec and Intel, and General Instrument with Sanyo. By 1970, a calculator could be made by just using a few chips with low power consumption, allowing portable models powered from rechargeable batteries. The first handheld calculator was a 1967 prototype called Caltech, whose development was led by Jack Kilby at Texas Instruments in a research project to produce a portable calculator. It could add, multiply, subtract, and divide, and its output device was a paper tape. 
As a result of the Caltech project, Texas Instruments was granted a master patents on portable calculators. The first commercially produced portable calculators appeared in Japan in 1970 and were soon marketed around the world. These included the Sanyo ICC-0081 Mini Calculator, the Canon Pocketronic, the Sharp QT-8B Microcompact, the Canon Pocketronic was a development from the Caltech project. It had no traditional display. Instead, it had a numerical output on thermal paper tape. Sharp put in great efforts in size and power reduction and introduced in January 1971 the Sharp EL8, also marketed as the Facet 1111 which was so close to being a pocket calculator, it weighed 1.59 pounds and had a vacuum fluorescent display, rechargeable NICAP batteries, and initially sold for 395 US dollars. However, integrated circuit development efforts culminated in the early 1970s with the introduction of the first calculator on a chip, the MK6010 by Mostec followed by Texas Instruments later that year. Although these early handheld calculators were very costly, these advances in electronics, together with developments in display technology, such as the vacuum fluorescent tube, LED, and LCD, led within a few years to the cheap pocket calculator available to all. In 1971, Pico Electronics and General Instrument also introduced their first collaboration with ICs, a full single-chip calculator IC for the Monroe Royal Digital 3 calculator. Pico was a spin-out by five GI design engineers whose vision was to create a single-chip calculator. Pico and GI went on to have significant success in the burgeoning handheld calculator market. The first truly pocket-sized electronic calculator was the Busicom LE120A, Handy as it was nicknamed, which was marketed early in 1971. Made in Japan, this was the first calculator to use an LED display, the first handheld calculator to use a single integrated circuit, then proclaimed as a calculator on a chip. The Mostec MK6010, and the first electronic calculator to run off replaceable batteries. Using four AA size cells, the LE120A measures 4.9 by 2.8 by 0.9 inches, roughly the same size as an iPhone 6, but three times as thick. The first European-made pocket-sized calculator, the DB800, was made in May 1971 by Digitron in Croatia with four functions and an eight-digit display and special characters for negative numbers and a warning that the calculation has too many digits for display. The first American-made pocket-sized calculator, the Bomar 901B, popularly termed the Bomar Brain, measured 5.2 by 3.0 by 1.5 inches and came out in autumn of 1971 with four functions and an eight-digit LED display for $240. While in August 1972, the four-function Sinclair Executive became the first slimline pocket calculator, measuring 5.4 by 2.2 by 0.35 inches. Slightly shorter and wider, but just think of an iPhone 6 and a third of the weight. 
It retailed for around $194. By the end of the decade, similar calculators were priced less than $6. The first Soviet Union pocket-sized calculator, the Electronica B304, was developed by the end of 1973 and sold at the start of 1974. One of the first low-cost calculators was the Sinclair Cambridge, launched in August 1973. It retailed for $38. The Sinclair calculators were successful because they were far cheaper than the competition. However, their design led to the slow and inaccurate computations of transcendental functions. Meanwhile, Hewlett-Packard had been developing a pocket calculator. Launched in early 1972, it was unlike the other basic four-function pocket calculators then available, in that it was the first pocket-sized calculator with scientific functions that could replace a slide rule. The $395 HP 35, among with nearly all later HP engineering calculators, uses reverse Polish notation, also called postfix notation. A calculation like 8 plus 5 is, using RPN, performed by pressing 8, enter, 5, and then plus, instead of using the algebraic infix notation 8 plus 5 equals. It had 35 buttons and was based on the Mostek MK6020 chip. The first Soviet scientific pocket-sized calculator was the B318 and was completed by the end of 1975. In 1973, Texas Instruments introduced the SR10, an algebraic entry pocket calculator using scientific notation for $150. Shortly after, the SR11 featured an added key for entering pi, 3.14. It was followed the next year by the SR50, which added log and trig functions to compete with the HP35. In 1978, a new company calculated industries arose, which focused on specialized markets. Their first calculator, the Loan Arranger, was a pocket calculator marketed to the real estate industry with pre-programmed functions to simplify the process of calculating payments and future values. In 1985, CI launched the calculator for the construction industry called the Construction Master which came pre-programmed with common construction calculations, such as angles, stairs, roofing math, pitch, rise, run, and feet-inch fraction conversions. This would be the first in a line of construction-related calculators. Electronic calculators contain a keyboard with buttons for digits and arithmetical operations. Some even contain 00 and 000 buttons to make larger or smaller numbers easier to enter. Most basic calculators only assign one digit or operation to each button. However, in more specific calculators, a button can perform multifunction, working with key combinations. Calculators usually have a liquid crystal display, an LCD display as output in place of the historical light-emitting diode LED displays and vacuum fluorescent displays VFD. Large size figures were often used to improve readability, 
while using decimal separators, usually a point rather than a comma, instead of or in addition to vulgar fractions. Various symbols for function commands may also be known on the display. Fractions such as one-third are displayed as decimal approximations. For example, rounded to 0.3333333. Calculators also have the ability to store numbers into computer memory. Basic calculators usually only store one number at a time. More specific types were able to store many numbers represented in variables. The variables can also be used for constructing formulas. Some models have the ability to extend memory capacity to store more numbers. The extended memory address is termed in an array index. The first calculator capable of symbolic computing was the HP-28C, released in 1987. It could, for example, solve quadratic equations symbolically. The first graphing calculator was the Casio FX-7000G, released in 1985. The two leading manufacturers, HP and TI, released increasingly feature-laden calculators during the 1980s and 1990s. At the turn of the millennium, the line between graphing calculator and handheld computer was not always as clear. As some very advanced calculators, such as the TI-89, the Voyage 200, and the HP-49G, could differentiate and integrate functions, solve differential equations, run word processing and PIM software, and connect by wire or IR to other calculators or computers. The HP-12C financial calculator is still produced. It was introduced in 1981 and is still being made with a few changes. The HP-12C featured the reverse Polish notation mode of data entry. In 2003, several new models were released, including an improved version of the HP-12C the HP-12C Platinum Edition, which added more memory, more built-in functions, and the addition of the algebraic mode of data entry. Calculated Industries competed with the HP-12C in the mortgage and real estate markets by differentiating the key labeling, such as I, PV, or FV, to easier labeling terms such as INT, term, or PMT, and not using the reverse Polish notation. However, CI's more successful calculators involved a line of construction calculators, which evolved and expanded in the 1990s to present. According to Mark Ballman, a mathematics and calculator historian and associate professor of mathematics at Albion College, the construction master is the first in a long and profitable line of CI construction calculators, which carried them through the 1980s, 90s, and to the present. So whether you want to thank Pascal for making the first calculator in 1644, or you want to thank Steve Jobs for bringing it to the iPhone, we have somebody to thank for getting these powerful machines in our pockets. And as a wise man once said, I do always have a calculator with me. Me. That wise man is me. Thank you 
for listening to Cozy Comatose. If you have any questions, feedback, or comments about the show, my email is always open at cozycomatose at gmail.com. If you have something specific you'd like to fall asleep to, please let me know. <laughs>